How's it going, guys? It is 1.12 a.m., 4th of May. Here in Japan, we have a difficult question, dermatology, step one, medium difficulty question, family medicine, 2CK. Before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. Really appreciate it. Give me a like. Really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram, melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. Links down below. Find me on Telegram. Links to the Telegram group channel down below. Now start the clip. 51-year-old man, one-week history, worsening redness and pain in his left arm. Temperature 100 Fahrenheit, works in construction. And then we have this image here which is showing us a highly erythematous, described colloquially as fiery red, a well-demarcated lesion on the arm, which is erysipelas. Okay, so erysipelas looks worse than cellulitis, but it's actually not as bad. So erysipelas is bacterial infection of the dermis, well-demarcated, fiery red, as we have here. Cellulitis tends to be more diffusely pink, okay? It's lighter in color. It's of the hypodermis. Now you can get uh, lymphatic extension of erysipelas, doesn't really matter. I'm just telling you, watching this clip, when you see an image such as this, you're like, holy shit, that looks terrible. It's actually erysipelas, but it's not as bad as cellulitis, as I just fucking said, okay? But we're gonna treat them the same, erysipelas and cellulitis. And we need to cover for both group A strep as well as staph aureus. Now, USMLE doesn't give a fuck about which organism eclipses which. They're not going to play trivia that way, pretty much always, okay? But for the sake of it, for cellulitis, staph aureus eclipses group A strep, streptiogenes. Erysipelas, group A strep eclipses staph aureus. And then for impetigo, both bolus and non-bolus, staph aureus eclipses group A strep. So before I get into the answer choices here, you should know that topical mupirocin all over the pediatrics and family med forms for 2CK, it's used to treat impetigo only, okay? Not really assessed for step one, but drug shows up all over the place, 2CK family medicine. For erysipelas and cellulitis, however, we're, we're going to give orals. So let me hop to the answers here. Should I say moxicillin, wrong fucking answer? So you are never going to give amoxicillin, ampicillin, penicillin alone for skin. And the reason for that is because 90% of MSSA community staff already produces beta-lactamase. So if you give amoxicillin, penicillin, it happens to work, you got lucky. It means it was group A strep, or it was the 10% of MSSA that doesn't produce beta-lactamase. You can give amoxicillin clavulinate, which augmentin. Clavulinate's a beta-lactamase inhibitor, but as I just fucking said, never gonna give amoxicillin or penicillin alone for skin. Basically never, okay? And on Yosemite, it's wrong. So, Amoxicillin is out here. Let's move to the next answer choice. Cephalexin, correct answer. Now, first-generation cephalosporin, cephalexin, cefazolin are the same for all intents and purposes as the methicillin class beta-lactams and eosimile. Methicillin class being dicloxicillin, not doxycycline, dicloxicillin, flucloxicillin. There's other agents. Students get hysterical. Okay, nafcillin, oxicillin, etc. Nafcillin's hard-hitting. That's endocarditis. When we talk about skin, Oral dicloxacillin for mastitis as well. Uh, that shows up on OBSGYN form 2CK. So these are beta-lactamase resistant. First-generation cephalosporins, cephalexin, cefazolin, and then the methicillin class beta-lactams, dicloxacillin, flucloxacillin, are beta-lactamase resistant, okay? Meaning that they work against community staff, MSSA, as well as group A strep. So that's the answer for how we treat skin. Now... I'm just quickly going to uh, whip through the other answer choices. Clindamycin, wrong fucking answer. Although this could technically work. It can. Okay, so clindamycin 
uh, highest yield use case. Basically the only use case, in fact, in Yosemite is pulmonary abscess. They love that for internal medicine. So anaerobes above the diaphragm. Actually in OBSGYN, uh, when we talk about endometritis or chorea amnionitis, we do ampicillin, gentamicin, plus or minus clindamycin, but uh, pulmonary abscess. But in theory, you can use it for skin. Okay, there are variations in treatment regimens. If anyone watched this clip has done uh, ID, okay, so infectious disease terms, but you can use clindamycin for skin, but I've never seen it assessed that way in USMLE. And cephalexin, a first-generation cephalosporin, is uh, very conspicuous. It stands out for uh, an obvious answer here. So let's just continue real quick. Gentamicin, wrong fucking answer. So aminoglycoside, so... This is going to be combined with vancomycin as empiric treatment for endocarditis. And then we have ampicillin, gentamicin. That's just a standard treatment that can be used for many things. So as I just mentioned a moment ago, endometritis, choriamnionitis can also be used for pyelonephritis. USMLE doesn't obsess over the use cases for gentamicin as much as they care that you know it can cause acute tubular necrosis and ototoxicity. And this is going to treat gram-negative rods. Okay, so this isn't going to be used classically for skin. Wrong fucking answer. Try to see vancomycin, wrong fucking answer. So vancomycin is actually has very poor skin penetration. So even if we had MRSA for skin, we don't treat it with vancomycin. We could give clindamycin. Okay, USMLE is not going to assess you on MRSA for skin. Okay, you can give doxy, you can give sulfonamides. You can give um, linizolid, okay? There's other treatment regimens. But vancomycin, classically, uh, for endocarditis with gentamicin, as I talked about, so that's your empiric treatment. Vanc, vanc can be combined with ceftriaxone, empiric for meningitis. Uh, vanc is also used just in combination with third or fourth generation cephalosporins, broad-spectrum antibiotic therapy for nosocomial ventilator-acquired infections, okay? So your take-home for this clip here is when you have a skin infection, erysipelas cellulitis, you need to cover for both group A strep, that's strep pyogenes, as well as staph aureus. 90% of community staph MSSA already produces beta-lactamase. So if you give amoxicillin, ampicillin, or penicillin alone, it's not going to work most of the time if it happens to be staph. So to cover our ass, we're going to give a first-generation cephalosporin, such as cephalexin cefazolin, or a methicillin-class beta-lactam, such as dicloxacillin or flucloxacillin. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. I appreciate your time. That's it.